0: We are looking to answer the ultimate questions of why, how and how we, by meeting with students and younger fo- folks and asking them to think about and answer what drives youth to engage with civil society. I hope you enjoy listening to the conversations that we have had. This is a podcast called Walk, Talk, Listen. today at uh, conversations with two students from Windersham University in the Netherlands and their names are Mona and Hannah. Okay. You know, um, so first of all, thanks for, for your willingness to participate. Um, the, the, the title of this little project of the innovation hub is what makes you stick. And actually that's also my, my first question, what makes you tick? um and with I don't know if you were both at, at the presentation that I did or the session, but I asked you uh what drives you right or what makes it that you wake up in the no wake up you automatically hopefully <laughs> <laughs> but what you get why you get out of bed so this is similar to that so so what makes you tick um and then um related with that is what do you think uh, your fellow students you know what makes them tick is that different than than how you are in general so who would like to start
1: um, I can start at least with the first part mm-hmm. <laughs> about the second part I maybe need to think a bit um, but I think for me um, what made me tick is uh, or something that really motivates me is the idea that I could change something. I mean, that's also why I study this program. I feel like I'm still very precious, passionate <laughs> um, about that, about the idea that I can contribute something to uh, maybe a bit more justice, a bit more fairness in the world. Um yeah social justice is also a big topic, I think for me. Um, I feel like having having such a goal uh, is something that really motivates me mm-hmm. um, and,
0: and do you remember you know when that started? Where does it come from?
1: Um, I think I was always a person who really tried to try to connect different groups of people, even if I myself was a really social introverted person, I try to, I don't know, integrate different people and always on the social side. Um, and yeah, I don't know, I feel like I just have an awareness for that. Or that's just something that, um, yeah, really makes me feel for example yesterday i watched a movie um about um an olympian and um, refugee who came from syria to germany it's actually it really happened <laughs> uh mm-hmm. so uh, and she sh- she's a swimmer and yeah i don't know it was about her um her way of coming to, from syria to germany and they needed to cross the water to lesbos mm-hmm. they needed to be in the um at the boats and i cried the whole time because mm-hmm. it was so sad the thought that people actually right now are doing this mm-hmm. so i think that's yeah, something yeah, yeah. really drives me
0: okay. but there is not a There's not a a fitted memory where you think like, oh, you know, when I was four or eight years old, I saw this and it made a lot of Mm. big impression on me. And that's why.
1: No, the only thing I remember that I think at least my mom also has this. I think my mom is also really aware and my my, um, uncle. Lived on the streets for many years, mm. so I feel, I always also felt a connection to people who are living yeah. on the streets.
0: Okay. Anna, what what about you? What makes you tick? Why I did you I get out really... of bed this morning? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I can very much relate to this. Like I also, it sounds so cheesy, but I also want to improve the world, and I think everyone has to contribute their part, however big or small it might be. And this is my part, basically studying this, and then hopefully actually making a difference at some point. Yeah, i also so, so to... when
0: when uh, do you have a moment where you thought, okay, this is you know this is what I want to study, and because you know I would like to change the world or would like to contribute.
2: Well, to be honest, there's no set moment. I think I also always had the helping thing, like I wanted to help people, which is. Mm-hmm. yeah but so I've always been like a student body, or I've tutored people or I've always been in these social things and like try to help people and now I'm trying to be more professional about it with the study Um, yeah but I don't think there was a memory or a moment where I was like oh yeah that's that's it
0: and and were you stimulated by your you know caretakers by your parents or the other people to do this or no you wanted to to do it or
2: i mean my parents at least my mom was also a very social person but mm-hmm. i mean they were very happy about my engagement and my uh, the things i were doing but they didn't push me to do it or anything i think it was more from me mm-hmm.
0: and when you look around to your fellow students do they have some uh, you know do you feel that they have a similar drive Uh, Or is it uh, different?
2: I think most of them have a similar drive, sometimes even more, not extreme, but more. Uh Um, But they all want to, like because this is such a hippie study program, basically, they all want to improve the world uh, with different topics, but they all have a similar motivation, I would say. Mm -hmm. I know there's some exceptions that I really like, I want to succeed in this economy, or I want to get a good job, yeah, stuff like that. But those are the exceptions in this study, at least. Okay. What do you think, Mona?
1: Yeah, I think I can agree to that. I would also think, especially in our study program, everyone, or everyone who really likes this study, has had this passion or goal. Yeah.
0: And and uh, I don't know if you, if you have a lot of uh, connection with other students, other young people. Um, and if so, what do you what do you see there? You know, outside of your little bubble of uh, <laughs> little university.
2: Uh, for me, it was very interesting. I helped out on the open day of Vindesheim, like of the university. And so I was trying to talk to people about our study. So there I realized, like there I realized again that I'm in this bubble, <laughs> because yeah. many young people, they see that... There are problems in this world,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but they don't feel the responsibility or they are overwhelmed to Yeah, do something, I would say. It's also so judgmental, but no, I'm not I'm not judging them. Um which is very interesting to see because most people were like, well, yeah, that
1: sounds very interesting, but
2: no, I don't want to spend my whole life with this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah i would also say i have many friends and there yeah, people i know who uh, in germany who study study something and it's not actually that important for them it's more the focus is more on the free time and on enjoying life partying being in berlin having a good time um and i think that's um, more the social gatherings and I don't know. Having a good time is more for them something to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or I don't know. Maybe it's also that people are not really talking mm-hmm. about what drives them so much. Yeah. I could be. May maybe I'm also judging that from the outside. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I've interviewed a lot of people in the last two years, and and also about you know what do you see happening among the younger generation, and the majority of the older people are saying you know it's it's still we still see a lot of where do you, and my question is then where do you see hope and many of them always say well the younger generation because they are so engaged. Um, do you agree with that?
2: Well, to be honest, that's a surprise for me to hear because all the old elderly people I've talked to, they were always like, oh, you're so unpolitical. You're not doing anything. And only if it's comfortable for you. For example, with the Fridays for Future, mm-hmm. like many people were criticizing that because it was comfortable for students or not, but it wasn't outside of their comfort zone to go there for the protests. Mm-hmm. I would still say. We are engaged.
1: I hope, at least my friends. But I don't know. What have you said? Um. Yeah, I I also think, of course, we are engaged, and I think it's becoming even more. I mean, I'm 25 now, and I feel like but younger generations are even more engaged um, and more political now because they're even more aware about what is happening in the world. Um, Yeah, but I don't know if I would say that this gives me so much hope. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think, um, of course, this is good, but I also feel like there is way more that needs to be done, and it can't be only the younger generation. Mm-hmm. I think, especially in politics, it's a real problem that there are so many, yeah, there's so many older people mm-hmm. uh, deciding things about the future, so uh, I don't know mm-hmm.
0: I, are you um involved in any justice or humanitarian work yourself at the moment?
1: I'm not in the mom- at the moment. Mm-hmm.
0: Anna, what about you?
2: No, me neither. I did, like, I was uh, in the student group for Amnesty International for two months, I think. But, yeah, not anymore. By only
0: two months, you didn't like what they were doing or you did not have time?
2: Oh, the group kind of dissolved itself and then nothing happened anymore, so. Mm.
0: Okay. Um, so if if you would um, you know volunteer or be active uh, for which cause or or issue would that be then I mean we you typed a couple of things in in the survey before but maybe uh, maybe you can elaborate a little bit more in terms of um, I I I understand from you that it is difficult because you're so busy with the study but if you would have time what what you know which issues um, are you concerned about and would like to be. Uh, you wish you could be active um, for.
2: Uh for me it would definitely be something social. So if it's something about environment, I'm still passionate about it, but mm-hmm. I would be more invested in social projects. Um, also locally. So I can actually see that I'm making a difference. That would be great. <laughs> um, yeah, but I have to think about specific things.
1: yeah, I think for me it's the same. Um, maybe uh, I think it would be a feminist topic for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. um on the social side, um I could imagine to um do something also in the gender topic um or inclusion or something um i think there are very there are many interesting things i think it also always depends on what possibilities are there what kind of groups do you have do you have the time
0: and if you would um you know if, if you would have more time it would be more days in a week um would you then be more inclined to maybe you know start something with your friends or like-minded um you know fellow students or you know join a, an organization?
2: I think for me it would be more about joining an organization an organization at first, mm-hmm. and maybe then later on start your own thing, but first getting that experience also like how it actually works. Um yeah.
1: Yeah, for me I think I like the idea to start something myself, but I think I also have difficulties to um imagine that I am capable of this. So maybe I underestimate myself or I, I tend to do that. And I think I tend to Think maybe too negative about those things mm-hmm. that it's too much work or that I I'm not able to achieve this. Mm-hmm. Um, I could imagine, um, but overall, I think it would be would be very nice. For example, a friend of mine um, uh, started a um, collective, a feminist. Queer porn collective, Mm. um, and they're doing some, some awareness talks and stuff like that, and uh, I think that's very cool actually. So um, I'm also looking, always looking at them and think like, oh, I could also do something like that, just start lamp something like that. But I also think, um, yeah, I would need a bit more confidence or believe in myself a bit more. Mm.
0: Um. Can you tell a little bit more, because uh, you've you've mentioned a a couple of times, you know, um, that you're interested in in, uh, feministic related issues. Why is that? Where does this come from? What are you worried about or, you know, you would like to contribute to?
1: Um, Yeah, I think uh, for me, um, during the past, I don't know, four or five years, I... I've become more political and maybe, um, I uh, connected more with certain kinds of people with my my social bubble, mm-hmm. um. And I think my social bubble is very left feminist, um, politic wise. Um, and through that, I, uh, I engaged a lot with the topic. I talk a lot with people about it about um gender equality and stuff like that. Um and I think through that it's it has become a important topic for me and also I'm queer and I'm in a queer relationship. So um I think that's why it's natural uh an important topic for me as well.
0: And is it is it um one is it because you are observing you know injustices or uh, issues or is it because you are experiencing it yourself or both
1: both I would say mm. um I wouldn't say I'm super affected but of course there are some small things I experience as a woman or as a queer person that I don't know people are disgusted when I kiss my girlfriend on the streets mm. or something like that mm. so
0: yeah yeah so, sorry to hear that Um I can't even believe that in 2022 20, we still have these issues and unfortunately um yeah that's I mean the whole World Cup is around uh, that as well right so yeah. um, H- Hannah what about you you know you, you mentioned social issues so is there this you know can you maybe elaborate on that what do you and what do you see and what yeah that you get upset about and would like to do something about it.
2: Okay. Um for me it's two topics mainly. So it's mm-hmm. inclusion. That's all the Mona and I would like the project we're doing is also about inclusion a lot. So I'm very interested in that. But also gender equality. <laughs> Sorry yeah. to jump on that stretch too, but it is it is a topic. So those are my not passions but interests maybe. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um is it an issue that you see on the campus as well, or is it more outside of the of the university? In the society as a whole.
1: I would say um more outside, for sure. Um I think Students are relatively aware or about many things, but of course, sometimes i I see some sexist situations or um, I don't know, people say difficult things or something like that. But I think overall, I have the impression that in whole society, it's way worse, hmm. yeah, probably, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so you know, I I also have talked a lot about religion and spirituality with people in the last two years, and and especially, um, you know how youth look at that and and how they experience it. So I have a question to you uh, about it. You know, does religion or spirituality uh, or both play a, uh, a part in your uh, desire to create create a better world?
2: to be honest for me not at all I'm not religious I'm not spiritual I I just don't think it's my thing and I don't really believe in anything so for me it doesn't play a role no mm-hmm. it's more my desire and my worldview yeah
0: and is it something that that uh how was that in your in your family when you grew up
2: uh <laughs> Yeah, my family's not religious either. Like, I was never baptized because they told me I could choose, and
0: mm-hmm.
2: I never did. And then at some point, I realized, well, I never chose because I don't believe in anything. Not not in anything, but not in a particular religion, at least. So, yeah, maybe I got that from them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Assuming that when you talk about religion, you're more talking about the institutionalized religion, you know, the church, you don't go to church. Um
2: yeah that's that's well, yeah
0: yeah and and um what about spirituality are you
1: (laughs) i'm really
2: really not a spiritual person i don't i even have a hard time meditating Mm -hmm. um i don't know it's just not my thing Mm -hmm. i have my beliefs and worldviews but it's not spiritual or it's more about my thought patterns Yeah, that makes sense. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Mona, what about you?
1: Um, yeah, for me I would say it has changed. Um I also was never really religious. I don't believe in God and also my family background is not there's in my in my um near family there's Mm -hmm. no one really who really religious i would say Mm -hmm. um with spirituality i would say um i had a time after high school um where i um mentally was feeling very bad and um couldn't really go to school and i just ran to a really rough time Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um there I started to listen to some podcasts uh, on the more spiritual side Mm -hmm. um, and doing more meditation and stuff like that and I think it helped me it's helped me to um, see myself more connected to other people Mm -hmm. um, and feeling this but I would say during the last two, three years it's yeah we went away again. so now i'm I'm not feeling that spiritual again. It helped me to um, see myself as a part of a bigger something. I don't know. They talked about a lot about the universe mm-hmm. <laughs> and believing in the universe that you're only a little stardust in the universe. I don't know. Um, but. Yeah, I think it just helped me to feel connected and to feel like there is something and there's a reason why I am here. Mm-hmm. Um, Or maybe, and also to believe more in dreams and purpose and stuff like that.
0: Anna, when you hear Mona talk you know what she just shared what, what what is your reaction do you think like I don't understand what she's talking about or uh, yeah although I you know um, that's part of my view as well or not at all
2: not really like I know it helps people a lot and I think whatever you believe in is good mm-hmm. um, but it's just not I believe so. I really like I cannot I tried. I tried at some point to meditate.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um it's just not for me. I don't know. I I have other things on how to how to I don't know. How to see my not no not other things, but like I have other indicators and how i see myself with the like in connection to the world or other people and that is not pretty spiritual for me
0: so what are your indicators then
2: oh god um <laughs> i honestly don't know i need to you give me a minute please
0: <laughs> sure yeah mona i have a question to you so if if you're not if you feel that you have, you know, not there anymore in terms of meditating and and the co- connection. So, what are you doing now, you know, when um, to, you know, ground yourself or, you know, I So, okay, let me rephrase this. So now, uh, you know, do you sometimes ask yourself about, you know, what is the meaning of life? You know, what am i supposed to do. And and if you have those questions coming up, how do you go about it?
1: Yeah, of course, I I ask myself that. I think that's really mm. important question. And um, I also I'm interested in personal growth a lot. I think uh, so I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff like that. So they they also often ask these questions. Um, uh, I don't know. I feel like. For me the best way to think about those things are on walks or sometimes mm-hmm. in the train i i'm a lot on the train so mm-hmm. i like these uh, places to think mm-hmm. because then you can just look out and take your time and you see something else all the time um which can spark your ideas about something mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I if I'm going the wrong way. <laughs>
0: well there is no right way, I think, or wrong way, so <laughs> but I yeah. I yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah. Anna, what about your indicators?
2: I think for me it's really how I feel when I'm around people or how I feel when I talk to people and sometimes of course you can always sense how they are feeling so if there's like you can always sense something and that is more something I can like that helps me see myself or my purpose maybe even Mm -hmm. yeah I also like those walks. I have these huge headphones with like sound and uh, noise cancelling everything. And then I also go on walks with these to just block out everything. And then you can always like think about stuff that is going on or meaning of life or your purpose even. Yeah.
0: So, so what is your purpose?
2: Oh God. Um... <laughs> I think my purpose is to just, I think it changes throughout life. I think you have different purposes at different stages, but I think for now, it's just to contribute my part to make the world a little better. If it's just making others happy or if it's really contributing something to social justice, that's something else, but to just make it a better place.
1: Yeah, I would also agree to that. Um I think uh my purpose is I could also say my purpose is to um contribute something to this world, but I would also say um that sometimes or the purpose is just to be here. Um and that's all already enough. Hmm. I don't think that we always need to think that you need to be this or that, but during some difficult times, it's also okay to just be. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, let, let me piggyback a little bit on that, on that, and and uh, because in in the conversations that I had, and especially the last two years, many uh, individuals, but also organizations, are talking about um, that we need to play a bigger game. What do you think is that bigger game? What comes up you know, in your mind when you hear me say that? that many organizations or many people are saying we need to play a bigger game.
2: Maybe it's more about being, like, starting to think of people or everyone as a collective and not many individuals next to each other, but more we're on this together, basically. Mm-hmm. And like, we need to work towards a common goal. Maybe that's it.
1: Yeah, I also thought about that. Um, or maybe uh, increasing the efforts, I thought about increasing the efforts to uh-huh. do something and to change something. Um, but then at the same time I thought, yeah, we need to increase the efforts, but also yeah i don't know stay grounded and connected or increase the connection so we don't get driven by this capitalist thought like oh we always need to do more and bigger and better Mm. because that's not realistic
0: if if i ask you okay do give me an example of where you think then uh, because I I heard you say the word connection so where you know people or organizations or you've seen something where you oh this is a good example of how we should be connected and then also an example of that's an example of you know where the game is not big enough you know or, or mistakes are being made so a positive example and a and a negative example of that connection.
1: Yeah, what to what for me first comes to mind is of a negative examples are those silos. Mm-hmm. Um for example, uh, when looking at the SDGs, that um you look at every indicator, at every goal, really um I don't know, isolated, mm-hmm. um, and you're not working together. Even though many of the goals are actually related, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, maybe that's a negative example. Mm-hmm. Um, and a positive example, I don't know. Maybe it's even a positive as example that we are here. <laughs> I thought about that because uh, yeah, there's some connection and some uh, yeah, I don't know, a bit. Uh, random way maybe how we ended in this call, but um, mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought about.
0: Great, thanks, Anna.
2: Yeah, I was thinking about the, like more positive examples of connections. It's just all the places people come together. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: if it's the university or even a student association, it's just where people come together and they, sh- yeah, I like those communities and mm-hmm. maybe the communities itself need to be connected more but so they're not these separate things mm-hmm. but that's what I would say is a good example and a bad one yeah the the SDGs and maybe politics as well how they're disconnected from well the people usually <laughs> but yeah
0: and so uh- to, to uh, piggyback on the last thing you said, how how can we improve that, you know, the lack of connection, can... yeah, yeah, especially around politics? Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm not sure. I think, at least for me, like the people I talk to in my age, like they all feel unheard from politics or politicians sorry that's the word and um maybe there has to be some kind of communication channel forum between that but i wouldn't know how to facilitate that yet
0: you say it needs to happen but you don't necessarily want to be involved right so
2: yeah exactly exactly <laughs> <like> that <laughs> yeah thought of the problem
0: <laughs> um i would like to go you know to um the part where um i'm going to ask you advice in terms of yeah you know that you know we're doing these discussions to to improve the connection of this, of my organization and our work with the younger population. Um, And yeah, any advice from from you in terms of how do we, uh, should we, what should we do to attract and collaborate and ultimately maybe, you know, even co-create with youth, um, you know, in our work to make this world more just and more sustainable? Any ideas? Brilliant ideas? No? any any suggestions on how to go about this
2: I do like the idea of having like a younger version of the organization that sounds weird uh you know how parties always have like a subgroup of people who like the young party basically and yeah I think you already had that idea in the in the sheet mm-hmm. in the sheet right? I really like that idea because then you can always attract people and you don't even have to have this well you have to have a set core of people but it doesn't have to be that big because if you have um special actions or initiatives you can always be like oh, only for this action you can participate now because then it's also not that time consuming if you just participate or join one initiative and then you're out again for a month or something and then you can rejoin. Mm
1: Yeah, I also think that's a good idea making it also making it easy to participate um because yeah of course everyone <laughs> um has uh yeah I don't know I think it's uh, it's difficult to get people to do something and then when you make it easy obviously um it's easier um but I think you already you are you asked for for also for social networks, what we are using. So I think you you're also already maybe doing something on these networks or thinking about including those networks more. Um I don't know, I'm guessing. <laughs> um I think that's might as I think that's for sure a good idea to also engage in the same channels as young people engage and I also think um it is would be smart to um to connect l- like this to connect to universities and to schools to have this direct link so people have an easy way to find you um yeah I don't know I I feel like it's difficult to come up with a um concrete idea um besides making it easy maybe i was thinking about what because we are such a society who thinks so much about themselves so (laughs) what else could it could it could you offer them besides being part of it um yeah i don't know maybe think about that more
0: And then, you know, I mean, you're you're alluding to, um, you know, identifying what is the best social media channel. Um, But then my thoughts are, you know, then probably you should also ask, you know, the the students to to execute it, because they know best, you know, how to talk with their fellow students and their friends instead of. You know, I mean, all we have young people, of course, working for us, but you know, they are all graduated already. And what we're talking about here is, is you know, more the from high school to student uh, levels. But then you have the challenge, of course, of time, right? Because you need to study as well. So, or is it something that you, you know, you or your fellow students could do on on the side as well? because it will give some experience especially in your field maybe where where some of you might want to end up working for ngos so this is an experience that uh, will help them to will help you to work on your cv already and
2: uh... i think that would that's a very good idea because i know there's also like the group running the social media of time, like that's very popular because of the experience they gain from that. So if you advertise it like that, that should be, I think that should work, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I also think you just need to make it attractive enough. I yeah. think time is always an issue, and mm-hmm. but it's also always prioritization. Do you say it like this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. That you need just need to prioritize it better. And if it's important to you then you will we will do it but mm-hmm. i think also as a student of course
0: i mean you know what we're doing now having a conversation or a discussion about these topics and a lot you know a lot of information useful information is coming out of it from my perspective um is that something that um you know you would be willing you could do on a a regular basis compare it with the innovation hub i we have advisors you know those are ceos and and some um people from who are working ngos but also in the private sector so we have sessions with them four times a year six times a year Where we ask them for inputs, and basically we are on Zoom, and you know this is the problem that we have. How would you go about this? And then they give us advice, and um, and basically you know the discussion that we have now is similar, right? So I am trying to understand more. So, um, yeah, would you be willing to do that on a on a regular basis? And are you getting something out of it, or would you change the format? That we're doing now, or to do something else, you send emails out or questionnaires. But, yeah, some ideas.
2: I think I like this format. It's like I'm getting a lot of reflection out of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> like reflecting on my own purpose and how I yeah. how I take basically. So I think it. I like get again. It depends on the time. Like if it's every week, an hour that would be a bit much. But if it's like. I don't know, every two months or once a month or something like that, I think people might be interested in it. Mm. And it, I think it doesn't have to be the same people every time, but maybe just different people so they could, like, switch.
0: Yeah. And then would you prefer to have such a conversation, you know, without, without an old person like me, you know, only with your <laughs> peers or you know is it is it kind of interesting to have somebody that totally looks different has a lot of perspective and you're not offending me if it, if it <laughs> would be without me so don't worry there um
1: i think it, it it's interesting like that i feel feel like you're really good in asking questions <laughs> um so i think that's a big Plus, but when they are, there is a person in our age who also has the same um, skills and uh, asks these questions, then it is good. I don't think it would be such a good idea to, yeah, just let young people do talk about those things without any uh, framework, because then I think, yeah, there will not come that much out of it.
0: Hmm. nana you, you agree or or not
1: no
2: Wait, i agree or are you
0: saying no i can facilitate <laughs> it <laughs>
2: but, uh... no but i think it, yeah like Mona i said it depends on the skill like it, i don't I, th- I don't think it really matters how old the person is as long as the skills are there so hmm. maybe yeah as long as there's not just a young person for the sake of hmm. like being a young person you know yeah
0: Okay, I'm more asking the question in terms of you know, would you would most young folks feel more comfortable talking about these different topics among you know uh, people from the same generation instead of uh, yeah, having an, an an older person there, or it doesn't matter as long as you are able to create a you know an environment that is that you know is a safe environment.
2: I think for me it doesn't matter. Like, I don't know about others, but mm. for me it's really just about the space and, yeah, what comes out of it at the end.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think I agree, and I would also say um, to the question from from a few, a few conversations before that, uh, I think the this format is is maybe more interesting than a questionnaire or something like Mm -hmm. that. I think people are more, and maybe it's harder to find people who want to engage, but then I think they are more, more likely to give you more information.
0: Yeah. If, if we would decide to, um, to come up with a, you know, an, uh, let's say an advisory, a youth advisory council as part of the Innovation Hub, where we would, you know, organize maybe, um, you know, four calls in a year. And then with a the call, I mean, this, this Zoom meeting. um, Yeah, would you sign up if that opportunity was there? Yeah, does, is that appealing? Or, or uh, yeah. yeah
1: we have a meeting. a meeting. I think so. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, your willingness to share your wisdom. Okay. Any any last questions for me?
1: Can you send us the podcast if you do make one?
0: Yeah. No. No. no of <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank then. Thank you very much. that's very interesting.
0: No. Yeah. Th- yeah. It was it was <laughs> nice to talk. <laughs> Thanks a lot and good luck. With everything you do, well, yeah. we will keep in touch.
1: Yeah. Okay. We will.
0: Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Walk Talk. Listen, please check us out on 100mile.org or follow us on Facebook or Instagram.